Life is an incredible archive of stories. If you do it right, or even if you do it wrong, just living long enough will supply you with a treasure trove of memorable adventures. The following memories take place over many decades. So settle in with a cold one and let me tell you a story. To anyone who knows me, it's no secret that I like watching NFL football. I watch it every chance I get during football season. So it shouldn't come as much of a surprise that I was watching the Monday night football game between Buffalo and Cincinnati. I had chosen Buffalo to go all the way to the Super Bowl before the season even began. It's the only New York team I actually like. I was researching an article I'm writing while the game was playing on the television to my right. I happened to turn my head when the sports announcers started talking about a player being down just as the instant replay started. That's when I saw DeMar Hamlin, a safety for the Buffalo Bills, take a routine hit, get up, take one step forward, twist sideways, and fall to the ground. There he laid, motionless, flat on his back, with his arms straight out to his sides. Players suffer game injuries all the time. It comes with the territory. But this injury looked vastly different from anything I'd ever witnessed during a football game. This 24-year-old athlete had taken what looked like a minor hit to the chest. Now he lay motionless on the ground. The medical team raced onto the field, followed shortly thereafter by just about every player in the stadium. Some of them were crying and some of them were praying. All of them were visibly shaken. They surrounded him with a human wall as medical personnel administered CPR for almost 10 minutes. Sports announcers were stunned and the network repeatedly broke away to commercials in an effort to keep what was happening on the field as private as possible. After one of the commercial breaks, an ambulance appeared on the field and paramedics continued administering CPR followed by oxygen. An automatic defibrillator was utilized in an effort to shock Hamlin's heart back to life. Fortunately, the medical teams did their jobs extremely well, and the automatic defibrillator succeeded in its task. Hamlin was loaded onto an ambulance and sent off to a Cincinnati hospital, where he was listed in critical condition. He was put into a medically induced sleep and intubated with a breathing tube down his throat, allowing him to breathe, something he couldn't do on his own. Hamlin slowly improved over the next week. He is now back in his hometown as he continues his recovery in a Buffalo hospital. DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest during Monday night football caused the game to be suspended and subsequently canceled. That was the right thing to do. Within hours, every detail of the event was being reported on news broadcasts around the world. For a brief moment, it changed the way we think about something that really is just a game. Within hours, people who a day earlier may have said they never heard of DeMar Hamlin were sending thoughts and prayers. His near-death experience was bringing people from all walks of life, races, and political beliefs together. But something else was happening. 
something this previously unknown sports figure had done before he became a household name. On December 14, 2020, DeMar Hamlin created a GoFundMe page to raise money for a toy drive for underprivileged children in the Buffalo, New York area. This was just something he wanted to do. He wasn't a superstar sports figure. He was just a nice guy who cared about kids. Two years after launching that fundraising effort, specifically the Sunday night before that Monday night game, the page had raised slightly more than the fundraising goal of $2,500. Within 24 hours after he collapsed on the field, the figure had risen to over $5 million. There had been virtually no publicity about the GoFundMe page. People by the tens of thousands discovered the page while searching for information about Hamlin. In the week that he lay critically ill in the Cincinnati hospital, that figure grew to almost $9 million, and it grows larger still. There is no denying that the money is needed and will probably go for a lot more than just toys for children. Hopefully it will go to pediatric, physical, mental health, and educational programs as well. But a nagging and pretty disturbing question remains. Why is it that we are overwhelmingly willing to help people with a degree of celebrity, even if that celebrity comes at the cost of a near-death experience, but reluctant to help ordinary people asking for the same help? Damar Hamlin is the perfect before and after picture. Before the Monday night game, he was just another football player on the Buffalo Bills team. After collapsing on the field, he became a national celebrity. It's not something he chose to become. It was thrust upon him. He just wanted to play football and give back to his community. As a result, children will benefit in ways they never would have benefited before that fateful Monday night. It's not easy to raise money for a cause you believe in. Most charitable causes struggle to raise enough money to physically and emotionally support the people who need their services the most. Consumers think nothing about spending $5 for a cup of coffee to support a multinational corporation, but those same people think twice about spending the same amount to support a charitable cause. I know, because I've tried. I spent thousands of dollars of my own money in a failed attempt to create a non-profit organization for adult victims of child sexual abuse. It is something that is near and dear to my heart. If you'd like to know why, listen to the Writer's Life podcast episode titled The Day I Met an Adult Victim of Child Sexual Abuse. Unfortunately, I couldn't generate enough capital to make it a reality. I haven't given up, but I hope I don't have to have a near-death experience before people become interested. I'd like to know whether you agree or disagree with me. Feel free to call or text me at 702-509-1424. That's 702-509-1424. You can call 24-7. You don't have to leave your name, but I may use your comments in a future podcast.
Until the journey brings us together once more, take care and stay safe.